0: Welcome to the Magento Community Podcast. Flashback. The Magento Community Podcast is a volunteer-run effort. To support the Magento community, please join the Magento Association at magentoassociation.org forward slash join. And now, enjoy the show.
1: What do you know about the uh, Hufa already, uh, then? I, I only really know... What I saw in the launch party, which was fun, I didn't drink enough, but it was still fun. Yeah. And I wish it could have been in person. I think it would have been a way more fun. But uh, it's light. It it uh, and one of the things that really interested me out of the launch party was some of the the topics around why did they change? Like they started with View Storefront and they found it very complicated. And so then they they said, "Oh, well, let's use Willem's Theme." And suddenly within a week or two, they had a working website. You know, me, yeah, yeah. I guess myself as a, as a, let's just see agency leader or whatever my, my title is now, I'm interested in that because it, ha- I, I feel like in the last, since Magento 2 came out, but certainly in the last couple of years, Magento, it feels heavier and it's bloated and it's harder and people are complaining and. So this seems very fresh and exciting. And that's the number one thing. I I had a really good conversation with Vinay and Vinay was excited about it. Well, and I like
2: like the part also that um, Vinay mentioned somewhere on Twitter or maybe repeatedly as well that this was the first time he got excited about something in Magento. So that's proving uh, a point as well. Yeah, so to me... I find it interesting that indeed IntegerNet, so the creators behind uh, HUVA, first uh, tried out Vue Storefront. And I believe actually before that, they tried out uh, Deity as well, another PWA provider, as I call them, because they basically just supply you with part of the stack. And then on top of it, you can build your own uh, PWA. But for, for me, the interesting part is that they set out to, to well, replace that, that current front-end that we basically got to hate. All, all of the knockouts require too much JavaScript, too much complexity. And more importantly, it's, uh, it's also uh, really hard to optimize. And while actually the front-end world just passed on, uh, or not passed on, but moved on with a focus upon modern-day practices to improve the lighthouse score, to improve the mobile experience, et cetera. Nothing changed within Magento. When they started with Deity, I think they were promised also by the people of Deity all of these uh, perfect options to, to do something better with the front end. With one caveat, I personally believe, which is Deity is based upon React. Is using also a a really React-based stack with Apollo Client, or or at least in in that past, I believe that that was part of the story. And their architecture was basically nothing like Magento. And because of that, actually, if you dive into Deity, well, back then, but still nowadays, you really need to get and, and to understand the whole architecture of a React app communicating with some kind of node middleware layer where Magento is just part of um, all the microservices in that uh, backend. And I I think back then a lot of people were promised uh, that it would be um, awesome, but also easy. And maybe it's still awesome, but it's definitely not easy. So then actually they started with Vue Storefront and they got led into that same promise, but but to my personal feeling, as in like the same architecture, and it's it's offering a middleware layer where just uh, M- M- Magento is just one of those backend services uh, that you would connect to, but now not based upon uh, React, but based upon Vue. So to make it successful, you really need to be a good Vue developer, and etc. And personally, I, I got started with React. I think now about three three and a half years ago, or so slowly got started with it, doing side projects with it. And only about uh, half a year later or one year later, I, I slowly began to say that I was maybe good at React. And that's, I think, the difficulty we, for a lot of Magento agencies, if they are not being lured, but, but, but maybe being promised uh, like an easy kickstart with some kind of PWA technology. They think, like, oh, but then we're going to do the first project, and then we're going to make a couple of mistakes. And then with the second project, it's going to run better. And then with the third project, it's going to to be uh, more successful, successful. But before doing that first project, you still first need to become a Vue developer or a React developer. And that's basically where Willem stood up and he said, <laughs> We could become React developers, we could become Vue developers, but but why? We, we could also just recreate the front end in a better way based upon that same stack with uh, Magento. Mm-hmm. So the XML layout and the PHTML templates and a lot of stuff in there is still the same. It's just that the technology that is loaded into the browser, CSS and JavaScript, that's just completely wiped out and rebuilt for something better which is where the performance comes from. But then because of that, actually, it's a tiny little layer that the front-end development team needs to know about. And I, I maybe say it a little bit without respect. I, I, I call it that tiny, but switching to Tailwind and Alpine is is, uh, is learning a totally new way of dealing with things. So there's a learning curve, and, and definitely there's... The kickstart of becoming first a junior, but then slowly you need to become a senior as well into it. But I think in general that promise suddenly was making more sense to a lot of developers. So that, that's long story short. Like my current opinion, a little bit of like how I see it, how they got started with with Hufa in the first place, and where they they see the benefits of it. However, I, I think there's also a counter side as well. The release party of Hufa was nice to see so many, well, different friends from the Magento community get excited about uh, something within the scope of Magento. And I, I think that's showing something and it's that's well worth Hufa already. However, I also caught that negative scent about that people were not too happy with view Storefront. Yeah, I got that with... out of there
1: too. <laughs> yeah, and and, <laughs> and fair. I don't think... know, but I definitely got the the sense that there was an unhappiness. And I think it's really directed from Willem and some of their experiences around that those few people that have done it.
2: Yeah. But... And it's logical that as soon as they become negative about something and they simply want to be honest and open uh, about their own personal opinion, that they're going to share that. However, now that HUFA is, is like on the rise, suddenly a lot of agencies simply decide upon, oh, but then PWA Studio is shit. And then basically yeah. all of those other alternative frontends are, are not good enough. But I still remember actually the days where I've given, for instance, a PWA studio training to an experienced team of React developers. (laughs) They simply just understood everything I told them about PWA studio. For them, it was not hard. For them, it was natural the way that the architecture was built up. Hooks were being implemented. The stuff they needed uh, to do themselves because it was not done for them. And then I started to talk about theme inheritance, and they started to laugh. Hey, but we don't want to have theming. That's what we do anyway with a React application. Uh, right. we, we build our own stuff.
1: Yeah. So, I, you so know, yeah. I, I think we should. I think we should split this into three areas. One would be the technical side, which I think we can. We don't want to go too technical here. And the next one would be the agency side and how an agency approaches this. And then I think the third area that's that the client is very interested in something. We should talk about that. No, yeah. I guess I'm not super interested in talking in depth about the technical bits of this. And I think ah, your,
2: that's so disappointing.
1: <laughs> no, go your, ahead. <laughs> your blog post actually gives a, a I, I, and. We'll put. I'll post a blog post as part of when we publish this video. But I think your blog post goes through a lot of it very in depth, not in depth, but it does give a really good. It gives a good summary of what we should expect as a developer and from a technical side, and uh, for me, it was a really good perspective on what a developer should be looking at. And then, as you jump from, if I change my hat to the agency side oh, okay, yeah, that does make a lot of sense. And I can see why if you're a React developer trying to do Hufa, 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 (laughs) Hufa, that, again, that might be confusing because then you do have to know all the different functions that a typical gentle theme would offer. So I thought that was very interesting.
2: Um, And then that's basically maybe also the thing, throw for developers, I, I think actually a lot of times the developers out there that that are, are to be heard, so that, that are mouthy, they actually are mouthy multiple ways. So first of all, you hear them speak out loud about certain things, but they also easily share their own personal opinion, which makes it always harder for maybe other developers to point out like, okay, but I disagree or I agree with a certain uh, vision uh, there. And I, I think actually with the Magento ecosystem, it's now a fact that actually Adobe is going to go for the PWA Studio route. It's also a fact that a lot of Magento developers love Huva as well. And it's also a fact for me that actually there's a lot of agencies that that don't want to go the Adobe way, but don't want to go either the The HUFA way, but they want to go their own way with Mm -hmm. the front ending. So instead of talking about one front end, the reality is going to be in the upcoming five years that there's going to be multiple front ends. For me, that's challenging already because as soon as I I would receive somebody who's interested in a front end developer training, my next question would be but which one? Which front end do you want to use? Mm -hmm. And if there's zero knowledge, then it's also more difficult to find out what kind of technology would fit that person best. And that that would be on a per developer basis. But then if we are looking at it from an agency point of view, then to my personal understanding, it's either the commercial part that you need to deal with or still the developer part, but then it's not one single developer, but it's just a bunch of developers. So how to make sure that you're adopting that specific technology that is actually the best for your development team. If they're going to hate it, you're not going to be productive. If they are going to love it, but they're not going to be really productive into it, it's not going to work out either. And somehow you need to find out all of that beforehand. And that's the the challenging thing, I think, for the upcoming years. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I think too, what is your goal as an agency is your goal as an agency to have something like view storefront that you could also bolt on to big commerce i think that if you have a mixture of business and it, and there is a solution that view is the answer that and you have a team of view developers and and you can be developing storefronts on big commerce or magento that that makes a lot of sense to centralize in that solution I'm a little, I think the only hesitation I have on view storefront is then you're putting your sort of, uh, if you, unless you did it, like just did it on your own, you're putting it with them. Like it's not a sort of independent thing. It's even Haifa. I, I would like to co- talk about some of the commercial bits of it. I feel yeah. like Hufa should be a open source. It would be a much more successful project if it was open source, but then how does the you know how do they make money on that part of it?
2: Money is, is one part, but it's also basically how would they find the time to make sure that it's moved from this early stage where a lot of features are working, but it's not yet feature complete as in the old front end. which makes a couple of people say but oh but then Ufa is not is not is not stable enough, but th- there's also basically uh, the calculation that you need to make if Magento, it's traditional front end is hundred percent feature complete. However, with every customization, it's going to cost you twice mm-hmm. while with Hufa, it's going to cost you uh, well a- a half, but it's not feature complete yet. It's just depending upon what kind of project you're running, which one is go- going to be more profitable. And I think the, the aim for HUFA is just to take over. That's what they dream of, but you can't do that unless you have some some financial guarantee. So that's actually still the, what's happening, I think, uh, internally. But yes, back to your point upon uh, view Storefront. Yeah, the lock-in is something actually that makes me laugh a little bit because... What is the current lock in with Magento to the, the traditional front Well, there's a lock in with an open source project called Knockout. There's the lock in with an open source project, Require. And there's so many different projects actually involved with Magento because Magento is not just the, all of the code written by Magento, but it's, it's the combination of hundreds of open source projects. And the challenge is actually um, not that much who owns that code, because with Vue Storefront, it's open source. So that's not really the the difficulty. The more challenging question would be, how well maintained is that code? And then I have to honestly say that Vue Storefront is actually so eager to, to still fulfill their own goals, to make sure that their own community is happy. So they're really active. Well, I honestly don't know about the activity of the Knockout project.
1: I guess I'm not familiar with the Knockout one. So, so that's actually part of the traditional front-end.
2: The Knockout JavaScript. But yeah, so basically there's so many different open source projects already making up uh, Magento. And often we don't realize it. And it's just now that we make somebody else responsible for maintaining that front end, while Magento has not been really maintaining it for five years anyway. Right. So, uh, as I see it, we've been at in, in a lock-in already. We've been in a, in a in a lockdown, a, a corona lockdown but then a Magento lockdown for uh, the last five years. Yeah, And it's not that Magento was forcing it upon us, but it was simply us not being clever enough to break out of it. And at least Deity and View Storefront, they paved the way. And now Hufa is just doing it in a different style that, that seems to be like a winning uh, game for a lot of agencies, but not everyone. And that's just proving that the lockdown is over.
1: I think the reality too is a couple of years ago or whenever, When uh, we, thank God it's not 2020. Derek, or we, I went to, I, I did a business trip to Belgium and, and with Adobe and we met with a client who had, a, who we did some training for and their site was loading in eight seconds. And yeah. the, somehow they found that acceptable. and. Uh, Then I started doing some analysis at the time, and your typical Magento site loads in four seconds, which is still not acceptable. Yeah. Um, So I I find it
2: also hard a little bit, like, how how to compare things. So a a slow loading time definitely is bad for the the user experience.
1: and, And the point is that I feel like at some point, us in the Magento community started to accept some of these things as we're not going to go much faster because I don't know what the, because it doesn't matter what the, we're just, okay, this big, huge company, and I'm not going to name any names is working for this big age agency. And our load time is eight seconds. Can we improve on that? Yes, of course we can improve on it. Yeah. You know, the EWA Studio comes out and your load time is one second or two seconds out of the box or something. Why shouldn't Magento why shouldn't just a regular theme? Like wouldn't yeah. like I feel I think you're right. Five years of stagnation has led us to having the regular theme load in four or five seconds or whatever that is.
0: I uh, think uh, the regular,
1: I, the HUFA thing that it was exciting for me is that they're showing less than one second load times, which well, I think is
2: exciting. Well, the, the, and that's still the technical part, right? But I, I, I personally also see that there's uh, kind of like a philosophical or how do you say that? Basically, um, if, if you study what, what's going on with the Magenta community, it's kind interesting that we've been in in that situation for five years and then only after five years some smart Dutch guy stands up and says I'm going to do it differently and to me it's showing also that still too many people refer to Magento as being the total the solution provider for everything while the reality and uh, is that once I started to dive into Magento 2 I started to read myself into all of that related to technology. But once I learned something about Composer, for instance, and I went back to Magento, then I thought, hey, but am I not understanding it properly? Or is Magento doing it differently than I would do that? And sh- slowly, while diving into all of that technology, I, I, to the very least, I learned that Magento developers are people too. And people make mistakes. However, because they are Magento developers, suddenly they they need to come up with the most ideal, the most perfect solution. While the reality is that we've learned already for the last five years, that's not the case. People within Magento make architectural decisions and some of them are awesome, but some of them are maybe less wise. And then we bluntly just copy all of that and say, okay, but because it's Magento, then it's true while the whole purpose of open source is just to collaborate and, and, and work mm-hmm. together to
1: improve it and be critical as well yeah um, yeah i agree with that yeah the yeah. critical part i think is something that we've been lulled into a sense of complacency on what we have and the reality of that is that people are flocking to shopify and some of these yeah. other saas based platforms
2: yeah well, the reality is as well that the inner core of Magento is just uh, so full of opportunities. Still, There there's so many good things in in the architecture as well. However, we need to be critical about what are the good parts and what are the bad parts. And the funny thing is, actually, I've I've been talking to this uh, about this with Magento people itself as well, and they all confirmed that same picture. They they don't want Magento to be the perfect CMS. Because it's not about building a CMS, it's about e-commerce. They don't want the inventory system to replace all of those ERP systems out there. No, they they simply want to have a flexible system that could be there to to be implemented in numerous sites. But there's still a reason why people or larger uh, e-commerce clients have ERP systems as well. They're not looking for replacing all of that, even though sometimes... You get that impression by looking at the roadmap, et cetera, but the real uh, goal is just to make sure that they do e commerce as well as they can, yeah. while uh, relying upon a community to keep them sh- sharp and to 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 direct them also in in certain direction that is needed yeah and yeah. and then back to the front end bit I, I find it almost funny that only five years later. After that initial release of Magento 2.0, after so many people left Magento or were looking at PWA solutions or simply were negative about Magento altogether, that they came up with an alternative themselves. So what what happened in between? So that that's the thing I, I find funny to conclude. Okay, it's telling me also something about how a community sometimes works that sometimes it's not inventive enough to, to come up with a clean solution. Or maybe it did because currently we have HUFA and we have a wonderful community coming up with exciting things. But yeah, so that, that's like the anthropological approach of uh, how I see things as well.
1: Yeah, and I, so just, I'll speak from the agency side because I think, I feel, as an agency person that I'm dealing with both sides, I'm dealing with what the client wants and the costs of what the client, what we, what you can deliver to the client. And then I think from a sales side, you're de- dealing with because it costs this and because there's some complexity, you have to say no to the client, which no, yeah. no salesperson wants to do that. From the developer side, you have all these mixed messages and complexity and. And different, different technologies that the developer should learn to be able to execute on something. So, as an agency, you're getting pulled in all sort of different ways. That it would be good if somebody just, you know, I, one of the easiest things about Magento when it first came out is there it was just a monolith and you just did it this way, and there wasn't yeah. a lot of choices. Right? <laughs> and there's even more choices. Yeah, uh, but, which is but... good and bad. And I think. One thing, I think one thing Vinay has said too is that he, it, it is getting, as it gets more complex, less people are going to be interested in it. Yeah. And, and that's maybe referring to
2: the Magento Core architecture. So things like MSI are both uh, awesome, but also really difficult. And I uh, actually read up uh, a Slack uh, thread this uh, this morning where a lot of people were just uh, also discussing. That maybe one of the good things of Magento currently is that you could uh, remove MSI as well using hacky things, which is maybe, again, proving, uh, proving something also. However, I, I, I do see people get enthusiastic about MSI as well. And basically, the reason to have this little uh, call together was to discuss the front-end. And the the interesting thing, again, for me as well, is that, again, also with that front-ending, some people love HUFA and some other people are critical, just like with React and just like with everything else. And Magento is no longer that monolith. So that's the reality, first of all, that, that everyone needs to realize, not only developers, but also agencies and also the client, and it doesn't mean that the era of uh, Magento is over. It just simply means that we need to make certain choices more careful. And the difficulty that there is for a developer, it should boil down to w- what kind of technology are you good at? So if you're bad at creating React code, but you understand Hufa, then go that way. But if you've played around with React already, and uh, basically you want to get rid of that, that XML layout of the traditional front end, then React is the way to go for. So I personally see that developers should follow their guts or their heart or it's more a personal choice. Mm -hmm. For an agency it's more difficult choice because you already have those developers and what you need to find out is basically the sum of all of your developers. And, and see like, w- w- to which um, direction all of those developers together as a whole are leaning into. Uh, are they leaning into Vue or React or Ufa? What What is getting them excited? Because if you're trying to push it in an opposite direction of what they actually want, it's not going to work out.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh, but then more difficult if, again, they're going to choose a direction that they find awesome, but they're not good <laughs> at it then it's also not going to work out because then you're wasting time and money of the client. And that's, I think, like the most difficult part. All of those choices need to boil down to economics. So money uh, needs to be made. And and that's also for the client, the most frustrating part, that if you go to one agency in the near future, that agency will say, uh, oh, but we use Hufa and the performance is guaranteed. And then you go to another agency and they say, we're using PWA Studio and the Lighthouse score there is much better than Hufa. And then you go to the third one and they say, well, Vue Storefront is more independent. So you don't have a lock-in with Magento. And what should you choose? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know where that's going to lead to. But theoretically, technology, because there's more technology around, it should be less leading the decision.
1: Yeah, and I think, look, the each of the agencies is going to make their choice, and, and it probably will be some kind of a hybrid between using a wired-in theme like Hufa or using Vue Storefront or PWA Studio. That That's probably where it's going to be at. They're going to make a decision internally on which way to go, uh, or they might have a big enough organization where they have Vue developers and they have some React developers. But I think from the client side, then the hard part is, is figuring out is the cost of this and then the long-term maintenance of it. And then comparing that to some other SaaS platform. And I think if you look at Magento in in the, in the sense of just, Hey, I'm going to turn it on just like you turn on a SaaS type of thing, it's. It is no more complicated or, or less complicated than it would be just turning on Shopify. The The hard part is that you can do whatever you want to it. And as soon as you tell somebody, yeah, of course you can do that, but it's going to cost this much money. They're like, what? No, I want to do it, though. And I don't want it to cost <laughs> any money.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So the so. difficulty is always like uh, technology is, uh, is uh, maybe open source and it's all... Uh, Available without a price, but there's actually a huge price in there, and that's the customization bit. But I I think actually that most of the the clients out there looking for a project, in reality, don't know about the technology at all. So instead of actually selling the technology, it would much more be like to sell the outcome. And the outcome for a client is obviously to have a fast uh, shop. And, And simply put. I don't believe when Hufa people are saying that uh, you can't build a a fast shop with Vue Storefront, or I don't believe when the people of Vue Storefront are saying the same thing about uh, the alternatives. All of those technologies that are nowadays there are leading into faster front ends anyway. Um, It's just that that the technology and the agency are tightly connected. And that's where the the current diversity comes from in the current uh, community as well. So yeah, different people, different needs. Yeah.
1: And I think the reality of it is that the client is going to care about the amount of time it takes to build it, the speed of the site when it's done, and how much it costs to maintain over time. And then finally, what are the features that are there without having to do anything? And then what features can I make at some reasonable price? Those are really good indicators of what, as a salesperson, that I'm going to tell the client. And I think then it is up, it's up to the, it's up to the agency to spell that out. Magento is going to cost this much to maintain. The less you do to it, the cheaper it is going to be to run it. If you just get Magento out of the box, and honestly, yeah. if you were if you attach something like PWA Studio or View Storefront it is, you're essentially headless and you in once Magento changes, if you don't add a bunch of modules, you are almost like a SaaS platform. Yeah, like you yeah. could run Magento in the back with ever, without ever having to touch it, just do the standard upgrades and run your front end the way you'd like to run it.
2: Yeah, and actually that's still opportunity of headless. So um, there's agencies out there that want to specialize in Magento, uh, but others are, are just open-minded more that they also want to take in other uh, competitors of, of Magento. But I, I think uh, that there's so much change and, and that therefore a lot of people in the ecosystem of Magento are confused, like wh- where should we go to next and what's going to happen? But I, <laughs> I, I was just uh, reminded of my, my, reminding myself that actually in the past uh, we had that same point uh, where Magento 2 was introduced and we needed to migrate to Magento 2. But then with a stack that is much more complex with a front end that was, well, is still dead slow um, and, and um, outdated, and there's so many things wrong with it, we still managed to do all of those different projects. We still managed to to sell all of it to the clients as well. So apparently, we can still do that with uh, new upcoming front frontends uh, as well. That's
1: yeah, that's reality. That's the reality, Yeah, yeah. Yep. And we, we did launch a project. I remember w- right when Magento 2.0 came out, I'm thinking it was November of 2015 when it was launched officially. Yeah. And I think we had a project live by like January. Wow. Yeah. And I won't, it was very difficult. It, there was so many bugs and anyways. It was an interesting time, but yeah, you're exactly right. We, we definitely looked at it as this is bigger. This is bigger, better, faster, more features. And there certainly was no more features. It certainly was bigger. Yeah. (laughs) Faster is coming. Yeah. 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 Yeah, And
2: and, and overall, I I, I simply think that the challenge of uh, the upcoming time is not going to be how good the certain a certain technology is like or wh- which PWA is going to win the the battle i think they're all going to win the more difficult thing is for each developer for each uh, agency but also for each uh, client is to uh, make the the right choice in the right way yeah yeah and it's uh, but, but, yeah the bottom line is that, that that it's not going to be easy but definitely it's going to be offering more opportunities than before because basically all of that wonderful
1: technology is now
2: uh, at our uh, uh, disposal, uh, which is a great thing.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and I guess regardless of whether Hufa is better than Vue Storefront or PWA Studio, it has sparked some excitement in the community, and we're talking about it now, and I would suspect that we're going to see more people talking about it. I think if, so if we were to summarize the technical side, I thought that, again, your blog post summarized it very well. Get a React developer to put a rack do your React work. Don't try to just instantly convert a Magento front-end developer to React. And I can tell you that I've made that exact mistake. We've just put people on those projects saying, it's just JavaScript, just do it. Absolutely. Not actually listening to it. I, I think the, that those type of things from a technical side are a great place to start and a great place to do it. I think the challenge is making sure that I guess if you're going to hire, if, if you're going to have some developers that are specifically doing something, then it's harder to get them to at some point, if they're only React and you only have one project, they're not—they're going to be redundant.
2: Yeah, exactly, and that's I think one of the points that that everyone. So the technology stack is just growing, and it's not just Magento or React or Vue, but it's also uh, Elasticsearch. It's also all of those other microservices that are currently being adopted by um, uh, Magento. Put together, you can't be a, a real good full stack developer. Because the stack is too f- full. So there's right. too, the, the, the stack is too large to have that knowledge and to be good at everything. So sometimes I'm getting an email of uh, people promoting their services because they're good at everything. So they're a specialist at, at all. Right. But then they're a not specialist a
1: at nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Well, right. they're
1: generalists. And that's uh, the main point here. And then that brings up a whole another topic that, but I know we're out of time today but uh, i think that it does lend to the whole, whole, whole idea of how do you get somebody into magento so they feel comfortable and i think from a technology side and talking to as a to a client you can't make it overly complicated and i think some of the ways people are approaching this are wrong right now to get people into magento it's you don't you sometimes you're explaining too much So I think that there's, there has to be a different approach and there has to be a different approach, even from the view storefront and PWA side, there has to be an approach of having some buy-in from Adobe and from, for us, I think from an agency side, I don't see a lot of PWA stuff happening yet. I know that there's JH and there's some agencies that are doing PWA studio, but honestly, I don't see it. I don't see hundreds of stores going out there getting launched every day when that's what should be happening. The
2: The question I still have is, is it still not, not happening because people don't get PWA or is it still not happening because simply nobody was actually waiting for PWA? They were waiting for something like UFA. But likewise... Uh, a lot of people were on magenta 1 waiting for magenta 2 uh, to improve in a certain way and then it didn't happen because they were simply waiting for the wrong magenta 2 version so magenta 2 is a different approach a different technology different way of uh, strategy of dealing with things and that's something we need to accept so likewise pwa i personally believe that pwa studio and vue storefront are more than ready it's just the the question are you expecting full f- features of mm-hmm. everything that that was there in the past with magento making magento so complex or are you just waiting for those core features that are well supported just to to have an easier platform to to build your own uh, features in an easier way lowering the barrier of new functionality so it's just a question what are we waiting for and I, I, at least I, I see also the the benefit of Hufa that that we got this alternative which is resembling Magento so much, but now done properly in a modern day web environment with with Tailwind CSS and Alpine JS, so that at least the performance is is good already out of the box. But it doesn't mean that PWA is not going to happen. It's just that yeah, PWA is not going to happen for everyone.
1: Exactly. Good. It was great talking today. I did have a couple of questions from our team they wanted to ask you. Uh, One question from Madeline Anderson was, when are you moving to Minnesota?
2: Yeah, currently... We have this situation with a pandemic uh, happening all over, all over the world, so I, I think that's maybe just uh, postponing this question for next year or so.
1: And and just my comment is, we we had two weeks of minus twenty Celsius straight without ever going above minus ten Celsius, and yeah, you know, it seems like a great place to live in January.
2: But still. You think I, I think you had uh, still electricity, right? So in Texas, yes, we, we, we are
1: just a... we are very accustomed to very hot and very cold. Yeah, exactly. We, yeah, we had another question from our Latin team, and they want to know if you like tacos. I do. Good. We've covered all <laughs> the important points in our yeah, exactly. in our, in our <laughs> webinar today, and uh, I'm super excited. All right, anything that you wanted to say about? About uh, Euro, Euro, yes, that I said. So, so, sorry, say
2: Euro, Euro, Euro. Yeah, you want so to get Bronx, a plug, plug for uh, yourself? No, not really. Uh, <laughs> except for maybe if people are uh, interested in reading that blog, it's showing basically what I'm personally busy with. So I'm, I'm, I'm personally seeing myself as a happy developer guiding people also in the relevant technology. And personally, I'm just happy to dive into Hufa, but I'm also happy to dive into uh, PWA Studio and Vue Storefront. So come talk to me if you also want to debate more all all about this, because uh, yeah, the more discussions we have about this, the more healthy the Magento uh, community will get. Uh, that's yeah, my,
1: and my I, I can't agree with you more about that. I, I think that uh some reinvigoration into the community. This is a great time to start soon. We'll be able to travel and uh, soon we'll be able to have our in-person conferences and hopefully Unconf, ma- un- Mage Unconf happens this year. I don't know if it's going to, but. Mage Unconf uh, Minnesota. No. Is, oh. it, is it already canceled from Germany? It's usually in like September, October or November. Yeah. But, but I, I, yeah, I don't know about
2: uh, whether something is going to happen there.
1: How, however, this out and maybe we'll just do a short spot that said yes or no later. <laughs> okay, yeah, we can do that. But
2: I can uh, maybe also still promote that Reacticon is going to happen for uh, the fourth uh, time. And it's definitely not going to be uh, in a physical spot. So it's going to be online, just like the previous time, free attendance to, uh, to anyone. And it's going to be focused upon all of this uh, front-end stuff and more. Well, And, well, my, and, and my, the proper. I'm sorry, go ahead. And, and the proper pronunciation of um, Hufa or. Hufa.
1: Hufa. 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 Yeah. My react to that is that I'm viewing that at a new angle now, and I'm excited for Reacticon. Dropping the microphone. <laughs> Boom.
0: All
1: right, yes, sir. Thank you. Sorry. Yisa. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, uh, you. Brons. Yes, uh, good for having me. And we'll do this again. We have so many more topics now that I've thought about as we're talking here. And again, I'll post uh, the link to your blog post uh, on when we'll have some notes or something and we'll link it directly to there. And I feel like everybody should read it. And uh, it was a great summary of of those three technologies. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Bye. And thanks for having me. To you. You're very welcome.
0: The Magento Community Podcast is a volunteer run effort. To support the Magento community, please join the Magento Association at magentoassociation.org forward slash join. Thank you again for listening. My name is Brent Peterson, and it has been my pleasure to be your host today. Please rate and subscribe to wherever you download your podcasts new episodes out every week.